This gospel passage about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead is one that's often used at funerals. Because when a loved one dies, we can identify with Martha and Mary weeping at the death of their brother Lazarus. And it's very powerful to witness Jesus weeps with them. That's the shortest sentence in all of Scripture. In some versions, it's the two words, Jesus wept. But how God has compassion, weeps with us when we mourn the loss of a loved ones. And then, with the raising of Lazarus, it gives us a glimpse of the hope that we have for our loved ones, that life is changed, not ended, that even though their earthly life is over, They have eternal life, and that helps us, too, as we face our own mortality, as we know that our lives, too, will end, that we have uh, Lazarus raised from the dead is, is a reminder of what we have in God's glory. But you'll notice that before the raising of Lazarus, when Jesus encounters Martha, there's a key moment where Jesus, you know, Martha's saying, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. But then he says to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus speaks of the resurrection not so much as contained in some future act, but as embodied within himself. In other words, Jesus is not just the prophet of a coming kingdom, but the Messiah come into the world. His resurrecting power is available to us now. And that's the point of our second reading, Paul's letter to the Romans. Paul writes, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will bring your bodies to life also through his spirit dwelling in you. Bringing our bodies Mortal bodies to life is not something just that happens at the end of our earthly life. It is something that the Spirit of God dwelling within us can do for us now. Okay? We may not be like Lazarus, physically dead, sealed in a tomb, but so often in life we can find ourselves spiritually dead, sealed in a tomb of our own making, a life held hostage in fears, or buried in work, or held bound by addictive and compulsive ways of living. However, we may find ourselves entangled. Jesus bellows out to us as he did to Lazarus, Come out, arise, and live. The resurrection is not only something we await on the last day, its saving power, the action of God's Spirit dwelling within us, is available to us now. And as he said, I think it's easy for us to forget that. We get caught in the headlines and today, and we, oh, it's all just miserable. But, you know, when you do, just remember this, this statue of the risen Christ. That's, that's a reminder to us. Jesus' risen presence is here. When we celebrate the Eucharist, it's the risen Christ that we are, receive in Holy Communion. When we hear God's word proclaimed, It's God's word spoken to us now. Um, So that's something that I think is is key to keep in mind. And it's something why we have the other two masses. We didn't have this gospel. 
Uh, we, we're, we're in year C, so we're at cycle C. But Bill, where's Bill? There he is. Bill, it's because of you, all right? <laughs> Bill, who is, this is, will be soon having his third and final scrutiny as he prepares for his baptism at Easter. Just it's less than two weeks away. This, this new risen life of Christ is something that you will receive as you enter the baptismal waters. And so we're going to be praying for Bill. And, and it's really a prayer, too, for all of us that whatever way that we maybe have been deadened to the reality of the risen life of Jesus within us, that we may be reminded of Christ present here and now. I am the resurrection and the life.